episode 61. Wait, do you know that? Yeah, I just Did you looked, look? Well, it only took us uh, two years and 10 months. To get our another app up. Yeah, to get the next one up. But uh, here we are. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Hugs. Okay. We it, have three years to catch up on, and we begin to do that in this episode. We begin to do it. But then we just end up talking about cocaine for half an hour. No, Like, I'm kind of like, I have anxiety about what the fuck did we just talk about? <laughs> we always end up talking about cocaine. <laughs> Why do I always bring up cocaine? Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. That, fun. We're, that's going to be our intro? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. No one's doing cocaine now. No one's doing cocaine now. Don't yeah, do yeah. drugs. No, no. We literally, I mean, so much has happened. We, we stopped doing the podcast right when the world was about to end. In uh, 2020. We talk, you're, you're, we talk about your father passing in that time. We talk about. The short of it is you and I had a fallout in tw- the very beginning of 2020 and then the world ended. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk for a year. So this so, whole episode is us just getting it. This is a lot liter- of catching up. Yeah, it's the, it, we scratched the surface of starting to catch up. Yeah, a scratching catch up, the Good sit. old catch up. Good app. old catch up, a uh, little bit of cocaine, and uh, let's get to it. Episode 61 starts. Now, but you're like rushing it. Ah! Ah! ah. Wait, did we start? We're, we're, yeah, it's we're a, going. I, hopefully it's recorded. That would be terrible if it wasn't. Check it again. Check, check. It would kind of be on brand I'm getting now. levels. I'm getting Remember levels. Remember all of the times that we would record Once. things? And then, and then you would lose it? Once. No. Once at Runyon Canyon. <laughs> Wait, was that the whole lemonade stand? Yeah, the lemonade stand. Like we I had can't believe you fucked that up. five best people were not recorded because. Remember? Remember that? And you were about, you went right, down to spy. Okay, sorry. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, God. It's been three years. Three. Almost. Two years, 10 months. When did you say the last episode September came out? September 5th, 2019. 2019, the world was completely different. We had no idea what was about to happen. Yeah. No coronavirus. Legit. I lived in Los Angeles. So did I. Now we're in Florida. This is coming to you live from West Palm Beach. Well, yeah. I mean, would you say that I'm Riviera Beach? Yeah, you're Riviera Cusp. <laughs> Riviera Cusp, which is kind of sketch. A little sketch, but also really nice, and you get more bang for your buck. Yeah, well, that's kind. I but mean, no, but you're right by the water. No, I know. Well, so, but yeah, that's like right entering, like leaving, like one block north. It says, "Welcome to Riviera Beach." Yeah. Like I just had no idea that at 38 I'd be living in Riviera Beach. <laughs> Like, I didn't know that was coming. Well, your coming. neighborhood's really cute because it's like one house is really cute. Yeah. And, and then, then the next one looks like an episode of Cops. Yeah. <clears throat> and then yours is really cute. And then the next. Well, so to advocate for the, we have so much ground to cover. We have do we so just, much. Do we just jump in? Do we want to talk about your house? All right, let's. Well, hold on. Let's get settled. Okay, yeah. Okay, hold on. Do you I'm have a, grab us some beverages. A sparkling water, please. Okay, Thank you. you. Yeah, I'm just going to put this okay, down. Okay, put that down. Uh, yes. Okay. Megan's getting us a spritz. And while she does, okay. I'm going to tell you what she prepared for us on our first podcast in three years. There's um, pineapple. There is 24 different pieces of celery. <laughs> okay. There's an orange hummus. I got to tell you, is this salmon sushi? Because it looks pretty white. Nobody can hear you. Hurry up with the spritz. Okay. It's spicy tuna. Spicy tuna. I would never get salmon sushi. Spicy tuna. Uh, okay, so I have options. Grab the mic. Okay, okay. Hold on. Okay, hold on. I'm right here. Now, 
I just, because we have so much ground to cover, I just wanted to make sure that we're comfy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so hugs. Yeah. I have two glasses of ice filled to the top for both yes. of us. That's great. So your options here are. You're just, you're not even, you're just going all right, straight. All right, tell me well, the options. Look, I mean, this tell is me the options. Oh, God, we're tell already, we're already fighting. Okay, you have a, you have a bubbly, just a regular. Love. You have a Diet Peps. I know you love, love a Coke Zero. Love a Diet Peps. Love a Diet well. Peps. We have a Ginge, a Zero Cal Ginger Ale. Zero. Love that. Yeah. And then, I want to, I want to do this with you. Ginger beer? Ginger beer. Can you open it or do you need a pop? I, we, no, we got to do a, open it. I want to have, share a ginger beer with you. Okay, I have, I've always, what, what do you mean? I do not know how this open oh. works. Oh my God, I have no idea what you just did. What the fuck? Do you have a lighter? What did you do? Okay, hold on. This is not going well. Our first at back. Ooh, you're on to something. Yes! No. Oh. I don't, seriously. We should do an hour and a half of us trying to open up the ginger beer. <laughs> Microphone huggies. I know, I know it's I, been years. It's but. been years. I literally okay. I got it. <sighs> All right. So the bubbly it is. Here we go. Oh, okay. Listen, listen hug. I'm gonna put it right up to it. Oh, that's one of the great. I sounds. really want to get this open. It's okay. Because I just have a new love for ginger beer. Yeah, it is good. But I really wanted to have that first sip with you. It's okay. Or something. We can't open it. I don't know what kind of bottle opener that is. I've never seen a bottle opener that doesn't open anything. <laughs> it literally doesn't open it. <laughs> you did something though, because I don't. I didn't, don't just have that. Mm. Now look, I can risk. I could go find a bottle opener, or we just keep going. Let's just go. Pass. Just go. Oh man, go with that's... the ginger ale. Go with the ginger ale. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the ginger ale. Okay, okay. I'm gonna so, go. With... Yeah. Let's. Yeah. I think in this episode, <sighs> dude, there's so much. I, first off, I never thought we would record another episode. Is it because of how we left off, or well, is it? Tell me why. Let's let's get people <clears throat> somewhat up to speed. I almost don't even know how to like. Well, let's start with the last episode we re- released okay. was called Diaper Cream. It came out in September eighth. You said of two thousand nineteen, yep, something like that. Yeah. Soon thereafter, yeah. You and I got in a big fight, but honestly, I don't remember. Exactly. So we did that in September, but then you and I recorded, excuse, we recorded a live episode around the holidays, like around New Year's. So we stopped making them. That's because I came to Florida. So I used to always come to Florida during the holidays. I'll tell you exactly. Okay, go. New Year's Eve Eve. So New Year's Eve Eve was the last time we did a show and it was a live show that we did the first time we ever did a live show and our last show we ever did. And it was great and it is somewhere and it's never been released. And I say we put the past behind us and we don't look back. I You don't want to release it? No. Maybe we can I don't release like, it. I think it's bad as usual. Do you remember when the Wu-Tang Clan released that album to the really rich guy and he no. was the only one to have it? There's a Wu-Tang Clan album and some rich asshole bought it for like $10 million. So maybe if the, the Wait, price so is right. Wait, so there's only one? There was only one? One copy of this Wu-Tang Clan album. It was that guy that what like- What happened ga- to the Wu-Tang Clan? They're, they're still around. But remember the guy that gouged all the price on drugs and he was an asshole and he had the punchable face? No. Oh, forget his name. I don't remember this. Scarelli or some shit. I, he, ju- he, ju- he was in jail. He just got out of jail. He also bought this Wu-Tang Clan album. So if the price is right, I say highest bidder can have- the lost have, live episode there of is so much, We Don't Bet. You know a lot more information than I know, just in general, generally speaking. I watch Jeopardy a lot. I don't, yeah, you're just, and I don't want to say you're smarter because I believe that I have street smarts. You do. <laughs> I have the, I 
I'm smart intellectually if I, or whatever. I don't know facts. Right. Okay. I don't know things. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know things for 500. So let's let's go through it though. So I went to Florida. So that stopped us from recording. We recorded a live episode. This was the day before I ran a half marathon. So it was, yes. And I just rolled my eyes. <clears throat> and, and that next day, my band played a New Year's Eve show. I don't even know how we did that live podcast. During that New Year's Eve show, almost three years ago, yeah. I had to stop singing and just DJ the whole thing because I completely lost my voice. Do you remember my voice being hoarse for that? No, I just remember strongly disliking you. Yeah. Yeah, it was already really tense then. We got... We so, were fighting before the podcast. The, we weren't agreeing on anything. We had not been getting along for, I would say, a good year leading up to. Are, are we still recording? Yeah, get up in the mic. Oh, I need to be louder? Mm-mm. Should we get should we get headsets? No, no we don't need like, Britney Spears headsets. <laughs> yeah, should we get headsets? No, we don't do that. Okay. So, so what, you were just guessing that I wasn't loud enough? I could just tell you. You need the mic right up. Again. Right here? That's perfect. I love it. Okay. So we weren't getting along for like a good year leading up to our very last is what I'm going to say. It was, which is funny because also we have a lot of good memories, like vacations with our friends, whatever. We were fighting a lot and then we were just disagreeing left and right. And then uh, we kept trucking. We did a live show, New Year's Eve Eve, and then New Year's Eve day was basically our big blowout fight. Blew out. We blew out. It was done. Done. We got into a huge fight and thus the fallout. So that, and there's so much to the fallout, so we're not even going to get in there, obviously. So that takes us to New Year's 2020, a few months before the pandemic. Right. We weren't talking. Right. Had a huge blowout. Now, how long did we not talk? Was it a year we didn't talk for? We didn't talk. God. Well, God, what a wild. I mean, we didn't. So, yeah. January 2020 mm-hmm. is when we all started. And we didn't start talking again until after, right before my dad died. So, also, right. My dad died. Yeah, your dad died. <laughs> my <A> coronavirus. <laughs> I have a girlfriend of two years. I quit drinking. There's a million things to the go over. The way you said that was so enthusiastic. <laughs> your dad. Like, as if that was like, the big news. I didn't mean Jesus. Fuck. Yeah. No. It's literally. Jesus fuck. Yes. The, literally the cra- we couldn't have. I mean shit that never happens. Ha- everything happens. It was the worst time for us to not have a podcast because week to week we're always you know, what, what are we going to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Then when the world's ending <clears throat> y- your dad's dying. I have like all these new things happening. That's when we didn't have a podcast when it would have been the easiest to talk. There was so much ground to cover everything happening in the world. Yeah. And we didn't talk about it. Yeah. And we didn't talk at all. So, so was it didn't... a year? Did we not talk for a year or was it less than a year? When did we first so, talk again? Yeah, it was, It was. I would, let's say January 1st, mm-hmm. right? So of 2020, I came back. So my dad died April 2021. Mm-hmm. So I think March bo- he got sick. Yeah. <laughs> January, February, March, February. So I think probably one year, one full year. Wow. I think it was like February or something. So in that year, you and I that went we lunch. didn't talk, and I had heard rumblings of, of 
They're just random shit talking. Oh, did you hear what Megan said about you? And I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah. Well, we were in a tiff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you always, <clears throat> when we finally started talking again, you were like, I never said anything bad about you. <laughs> I, I never, and I was, I couldn't even hold it back. I was like, oh, I said all of the bad things about you. I literally, yeah. Oh, I heard it. I said terrible things. I heard it. I mean, and to be fair, I got, I was like, it was a dark time. Yeah. I mean, for multiple reasons. Oh, my God. But I remember being, I let you have it on, like, Instagram. I didn't think we were going to go here, but fuck it. Whatever. We're all fallible. I fucked up in a lot of ways. And one of them is I was hammered one night, and I messaged you terrible things. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember oh, that. I, I do. You were so mean. <laughs> you know, I was like. It was fucked up. Really mean and stuff. I probably have it still. No. I'm not, I don't want. Oh, oh. I read those. Next that, step, if we ever have one, our next episode will probably be in 2025. I can see you then. If the world's still around. Yeah. So 2020, the year of us not talking. Yeah. Um, That year, let's just fast forward. I, so I, I was in Florida, then I was back in Los Angeles. And about a month or two before the pandemic, my current girlfriend came to visit me in L.A., and I remember oh, is that were you in Los Angeles when we weren't talking? Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, I was in L.A. for a bit. Did I know that? I have no idea. You were like off my radar for a year completely. Did you ever I, think about me? I mean, a little bit. I would think about you and get people upset. Would tell you what an asshole you're calling me and stuff. Real upset yeah, with yeah, you. I know. I know. But um. So anyway, though, yeah. I, I had just oh, uh, when I, while I was in Florida during the holidays, I had met a girl that I liked a lot uh, yeah. named Maddie, and yeah. she came to visit me in L.A. We had an amazing time. I guess you could say we sort of that we weren't together yet, although she would say we were together at that point. Um, but, you know, it was like the start of our relationship was her visiting me in L.A. And I remember when I picked her up, she was like, this is in, in February. And she's like, it was the weirdest thing. Everyone on my plane was wearing a mask. Why is everyone wearing a mask? So this is before COVID Wait, she started was in March. This. She was saying this. When I picked her up, she's like, what? Did, uh, in March? This was in February of 2020, a month, month before, before the pandemic. or Yeah, January or February. So did did she have never, she like was. It was just the beginning of the virus. And I remember thinking like, oh, I think I heard on the news. There there's some a virus. Some sort of Corona virus or something. No one really knew. It was still in just in China. I don't think any of us realized it would just take over the world for two and a half years. But uh, I met her. We, we had a good time. And then Corona or COVID or whatever hit in March. Mm -hmm. I, remember, I'll, I remember when Tom Hanks got it. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks got <laughs> oh my it. God. Tom Hanks got it. Yeah. And it was and the one guy from the Utah Jazz. And it <laughs> changed everything. I was at my favorite bar, Crawford's. Oh, and, my God, that bar. Oh, my favorite bar i can't believe you were in la yeah so i was in la and so i'm at crawford's and then tom hanks on tv tom hanks got it that's when shit got real it got real i remember everyone was real worried about tom hanks yeah and his beautiful wife what's her name oh again? god i she's a famous actress come on how do we not oh uh rita wilson. rita wilson i did a that nailed it i'm not even i don't know oh, like the Go volleyball ahead. wilson the, oh, the like movie. Castaway. I saw that for the first time during the recently pandemic. during the pandemic. Wow, well, what'd you think? Unbelievable movie. Great. Castaway, unbelievable. Right? Yeah. Anyways, though, I love those movies where you're stuck in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, there's two of them, I think. <laughs> but yeah, they're both no. great. Wait, I think there's another one. <laughs> I recently saw like a trailer, and I was like, oh, it's another one of those. I I, I like it. I'll watch it. 
Yeah, anyway, what would you do? Oh, I don't know. We have okay. so much to talk about. We're not going to talk about Castaway with Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> but so about two days later, survive. everything shut down. How long do you think I'd make it? And then we can end the Castaway talk. How long do I think you would make Ma- what? Survive on an island by myself. Do you think I'd end up killing myself or getting killed? I think you'd make it two days. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, two days. Do you, how do you think I die? Do you think I get killed or do you think I just can't deal with it and I off myself? No, I think you'd be killed. <laughs> yeah, you'd be killed. Uh, okay. Okay. Like, a, like, like, a, a, like an animal. Yeah, what's in the those islands? Like a, Just like, like um, I don't know. Like, I think you would be going for a swim and taken out by a shark. <laughs> you think I'm swimming? <laughs> You're going for a swim. <laughs> Day two, eaten by a shark. Goodbye, Megan. Yeah, I would not last. So. Okay. So anyway, yes. the pandemic hits hard. I'm working. <laughs> I'm working mean? on ridiculousness at the time. Yeah. Oh my. And God. I just remember it went from zero to a hundred so quick. We were supposed to. We were shooting that week on ridiculousness. Literally the next day, they're like, "We are not shooting indefinitely." And then within two days, it was very apparent that nothing was going to be happening for what we thought was maybe a few weeks. It ended up being two and a half years. I call my buddy Drew while I'm in Los Angeles because I lived in a studio apartment which was great most of the time, but for a quarantine, you have so much pineapple in your mouth. How are we supposed to do You have a mouthful of pineapple. I guess I'm telling the story. Just yeah, keep yeah, yeah. This is probably very bad. So I call my buddy Drew, who lived in Los Angeles, also had family in Florida. I go, Drew, what are you doing? You want to go on a hike? He goes, I'm in Florida. I'm like, how? Because the idea of even taking an airplane at that time, I didn't know you were even allowed to fly. He goes, I took a $17 flight. I end up booking a $17 flight that day, maybe like a week after the pandemic really hit where no one was working, and I came back to Florida, and then, so I I met up with Maddie, who had just visited me a month and a half before, Yeah, and so we went from like just kind of starting being in a relationship, like just starting to living with each other in the snap of a, like it was like, Fast forward. So you guys were in quarantine together. We quarantined. We lived together. We Where? Were, it, it was, she had a house in Delray. Did she have roommates? She had a roommate in the very beginning. The roommate left like right when I came to town. And you were staying at your parents' house. Yeah, and her roommate had the ugliest dog I've ever seen. Oh my God. Yeah. Are you going to want to release this information to the public? What? That you called her dog ugly. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Maddie's dog. It was her roommate's yeah, dog. Oh, the roommate sucked. Oh, okay. She still owes Maddie like eight hundred dollars in the electric bills. Oh, so, yeah. gee, one of these. Okay, one of those. We know him. We know him well. <laughs> we catch my drift. Oh, okay, yeah. let's move forward. <laughs> but Yikes. so then, yeah. so then that was the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. In March, and Maddie. Yeah. So we were just starting dating. Now we're living with each other in a pandemic. Here's what I'll say. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. I think. That that is the only reason. Well, this is not giving a whole lot of credit, but bear with me. Go. I think it's I one of going. the reasons why you guys lasted this long. You, to be fair, and one of the things I was an asshole about when we had our falling out. Yeah, I would say things like, uh, "He he's emotionally underdeveloped." Is one thing I used yeah, to say about sweet. you a lot. Yes, love it. <laughs> Can I get it on a t-shirt? Yeah. I'll wear it around. <laughs> okay. But my whole one part of my argument was like, he's never even been in a relationship. He doesn't know how women, like how to talk to people. Yeah. How to communicate. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hadn't been in a relationship in. And not saying that. It, what, what Five years before that, I was just single. Yeah. Well, yeah. so, and so anyway, I'm sorry for saying that. No, that's okay. You. 
um, we're doing much better and I don't think that anymore. But uh, <laughs> Maddie's probably listening to this going, yeah, he is yeah. emotionally. Yeah. Well, so Go, Megan. Yeah, you're right. He's an asshole. I think you guys, for some reason, you and Maddie ended up lasting and not saying that you guys, because you guys aren't great and compatible, blah, blah. So I don't want to take that credit away. But I don't know if, I don't know, like if it was normal circumstances, would you guys still be know. it? Like, or would you in your ADD brain, well, like be fluttering about? I was well, it the fact that you guys had to quarantine together? Well, I mean that that definitely start that definitely like put the acceleration pedal on it. But then, I mean, I mean, not to say that your love for each other isn't yeah. real. No, so I'm I, madly in love with her. Right. And but but that it wasn't an interesting element. I think had I still now I don't know what would have happened if I lived in California and she lived in Florida. That would have been tough. Had I lived in Florida, I think we would have inevitably still been together. Been together. But that definitely added an element. But it was crazy because in the right. beginning of the pandemic, we're living together, and. Do you remember that first like two weeks like it was lawless like everything was so fucking weird you couldn't get toilet paper yes. we're drinking every day oh starting at 12 30 just because nothing mattered I remember feeling like because and then everyone was like everyone was out of work so then it was talk that everyone's gonna get these stimulus money blah 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 so I remember getting, being like hammered and being like like painting <laughs> carelessly and thinking I don't everyone's bitching about i've never been paid to fucking get hammered and paint before yeah like this is the life yeah. like i was thrilled right <laughs> thrilled, thrilled by the, yeah i kind of a pandemic. oh it was a great excuse too i was just like oh it's the pandemic i, I can't yeah, a pandemic. The perfect excuse for everything the for pandemic. everything yeah i honestly think and like this is kind of like out there and i'm sure we'll whatever at some point get there but like i almost i thought about this the other day i almost feel like I was in just like a weird headspace the years leading up to it mm -hmm. that I don't know where I'd be had the pandemic not happened. Now, obviously, the pandemic like, saved your life. The pandemic saved my life. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it killed my dad. I mean, it was a hard. It killed your dad. <laughs> killed saved my, your life. Killed my dad. Saved my life. Wow. I mean, but seriously, like I'm like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Would I still be working at that job that I didn't love because looking for work is so hard and overwhelming? Would I still be like? Living hand to mouth in Los Angeles, like yeah. as a comedian. And yeah, I use yeah, quotes yeah. because, you know, in the reality is the last couple of years in Los Angeles, I wasn't I wasn't um, pursuing like my career as I was when I first got out there. Yeah. Like I had fallen into fallen into like a depression of sorts, a functioning one. Yeah. And um, and. I don't know. Like I was just surviving in LA. Like yeah. that's in hindsight. I'm like, oh, I was just like surviving in LA. Yeah. With the title of comic. Yeah. Or performer. I mean, I was kind. You know, I was on a similar path. It, it, I mean, I was trying to do stuff. LA is super competitive and crazy. But and what, I'm what, being really hard on myself. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But, but, I mean, I was kind of in the same position. And then, yeah, it really was like a hard reset. Correct. Corona and COVID. And so I ended up taking that $17 flight back to Florida. Yeah. This is in March. And so all my shit is still in Los Angeles. But the reason I came to Florida is because LA was so strict and it was impossible to work. At the time, I couldn't get unemployment. Florida's like fucking lawless, wild west. Wild no west. one gave a shit. I could play music here. So I ended up just coming here. Did you try to get unemployment in LA? Yeah, but it was just so it was hard. Just, it was a lot. Well, because my license was still Florida. Right. I still had a Florida. Like, yep, it was, I that's, was fucked that way. And at that point, there were millions of people filing at the same time. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So, like, I remember being so stressed about it because it was like, God forbid there was one glitch. Yeah. That could set you back yeah. a very long time. And, yeah. like, 
Yeah. God, no, it's so so I came to Florida. Yes. I start performing. Yeah. All of my liberal friends think I'm the biggest asshole. Yes. I'm just getting all the you're fucking what? You're playing and I'm like, I, I don't want to tell you. I need I need to I need to get paid. I, yeah. I I'm gonna go broke. Well, so okay, and just as like an overall thing, just like to have an overview. In Los Angeles, that we both lo- live, and like a lot of our very good friends, like it is just a liberal bubble. It's very for liberal. better or for worse. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'll say. So, like, I mean, I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. So I was getting heat, which I guess you know I I understand it, but I was you know I did the best I could. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I. I it's just I don't even know how to like there's so much ground to cover that I have I gotta be I have a little anxiety of like yeah. how we even what route to follow in terms of conversation because I'm just like there's so do we just want to keep going let's chronologically keep going with how we're doing so Maddie and I are now living together yes. you're still in Los Angeles is like March April May so it's into May now and, and Corona or COVID or whatever just we never know when it's going to end. We're still living this like boozy fucking life. How long did you have your studio in LA? Until July. So in July, I talked to Hermie and Ping. That, my Hermie lovely, and Ping. Yeah, my lovely landlords. They used to bring you eggs? Yeah, they, they, yeah my Filipino landlords that used to bring me eggs. And were so sweet. I, I was like, hey, I got to go back to Florida. I end up getting all my shit. Maddie comes with me. Me and Maddie end up doing a cross-country trip. This is in July. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we, we went to all these national parks. We did, uh, you know, we did Joshua Tree, Carlsbad Caverns. We did all these places. We went to San Antonio. We went to New Orleans. That's awesome. And then we came back to Florida. We were living. And then a few weeks later, we both, I quit drinking alcohol. So I haven't drank alcohol in two months. Me and Maddie both That's quit. That's when you started? That's it was in July, right when we got back of twenty twenty. Yes, twenty twenty two now. So it's gonna be my. I'm gonna go two years no drinking <gasps> in like two weeks. That's incredible. And Hans. our last hurrah for boozing, yeah, was in New Orleans. We were supposed to be in New Orleans for like two days, yeah. But every morning we were so hungover <laughs> that we just kept rebooking the hotel. I just like how long go, were you there? We ended up being there like five days. <gasps> We had a blast. It was an amazing, yeah. amazing, but it was weird because it was COVID, so there wasn't as much music. Right. We were just hanging out on the streets, like literally hanging out with homeless people, playing music with them. Just, I mean, we were so, we were living down and dirty in, in NOLA for like four or five days. Yeah. I'm and, not upset about it. You no, know, it was fun. It was the best way to go out on the booze thing. And then- What was the determining factor? Is that a whole other segment? Or no, like- no, no. We, so, so when we got back, it just got to a point uh, where it was- it was just like we can't. I mean, you and I have discussed over the years, like we both have addictive personalities, yeah. and like, you know, whatever. Like, I think this is, you know, yeah. And 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 Maddie's got that kind of brain too, and whatever happened, I don't want to go too much into detail, but like, you know, sh- she kind of had to. She she really had to quit drinking, and it's always been in the back of my mind. Yeah, that I kind of always thought to myself, man, it'd be kind of cool to like quit drinking. And so when I saw that she really, really had to, and honestly, it's not like I was doing great. I was during pandemic, we were drinking every day and shit. Yeah. And it was just, it got tiring and hurt after a while. And yeah. so I was like, baby, if you do it, I'll do it. And uh, now it's been almost I mean, it's two years. Fucking awesome. I can't believe two. I'm, that's like, congratulations. Thank for you. Both of I still you. smoke like, weed. I still, I'm California sober. California sober. Well, yeah. hey, I think that that's like, I mean, fucking, I can't believe there's no, it. there's no harm in, 
in I, weed. I don't think anyway, but I like it. I like weed. I, I just, I, I still am in a place where I know that I would benefit. Like I should, every time people meet me and realize that I don't smoke weed, they're like, why? You're like the person that needs yeah. to chill the fuck out. But no, I have a new love for weed now that I quit drinking. Not, not, or just like a new respect for it. Because I feel like in the past, a lot of times I smoke weed, I would already be drunk, right? And then you throw weed on top of it, and then it just becomes oh, that's a, a hard di- no. It's fucked. Oh, no. I can't it's see fucked. that. But now I just like respect weed, and I don't smoke like a ton, you know? I have a little vape pen. I wonder if I was to smoke now. I'm so, afra- I'm so afraid of getting the paranoid. Paranoid. I have a vape pen if you want to just let it rip and see what happens. Now on the no, pod? No, no, don't do it. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, but I am. But here's what I'll say. I, be- I truly think that like. If I and I feel like I've said this before in other episodes or whatever in the past, but like because I've had this thought process for a while, like there, I I don't think it says it's not a good thing about me that like I get paranoid. What I feel like what that means is that I'm not grounded yet. Like, yeah, I feel like if you can handle weed, you're like grounded. Yeah. Like the fact that I get paranoid, like to me, that means that like I still got shit to work out for me. Remo- Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. No. I agree totally. Like, I think weed and alcohol are almost opposites in the fact that, like, I feel like if you're going through shit, alcohol is a great way to just, like, what's the word? Compartmentalize it. Just, like, get rid of it, right? Put it away for a second. You just drink it off. confidence. But then when I smoke weed, if I have issues going on, then it, like, puts a spotlight on those things. Yes. Totally. It's like, and then when you drink, you're, like, more kind of like arrogant and cocky yeah. where weed makes me more like inside you're my like own. more humble yeah. and you're like try- and you're really getting to the work yes but like fucking alcohol it's yeah it's false confidence you're just like walking around like a jackass yeah so for me to get to a place where i quit drinking it had to reach a point yeah where the hardest part about quitting drinking by far and you'll know is the fomo is like oh. i always thought yeah. I was missing out on shit. And I also, I'm at bars every fucking night. I'm always surrounded by alcohol. So, yeah. like, I really had to, like, to do it, I had to, like, really make it a hard no. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, once I got past FOMO, I'm like, I'm fucking 38, 39 now. Yeah. I've done a lot. And then wh- you'd go, like, two months. I lost a couple pounds. I started feeling good. You're never hungover. And then it becomes your routine. But I, I had to get past the like. Yeah. The missing out. The FOMO. Now I'm like, oh, you need a designated driver? Sure. Which is crazy. I never yeah. thought I would. I don't know. I never thought I would. Yeah. Stop drinking. And also my parents, my mom during this time about it around, yeah. around the same time that your dad was sick. Actually, yeah. we were we were bonding over this. And that was so we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But my mom had to go to the hospital and she heard. She had like a fatty liver and shit. Right. And everyone in my family, uh, both sides, mom, dad, g- g- I feel like every single person an alcoholic, my aunts, uncles, yeah. grandma, grandpa, just a booze family. And I'm like, I know I got the gene. Yeah. I, the only one that does have is my brother. My yeah. brother doesn't have the, uh, the, the addiction. He's addiction so, he's so, yeah, he's so like uh, just a dependable, not addictive mind guy. Yeah. But everyone else in my family, he's got red hair. He's got recessive genes. Yeah. So yeah, he doesn't have the addiction. He's got red hair. Well, I, like it's so funny because it's like all, yeah. What was the ex- experience difference? Like my sister is so much more like head on straight than me. Yeah, yeah. Your sister, your the it's dynamic like the between, same. Yes, it's the same. So then once I saw my mom get sick and that was like a year into me not drinking, that like reassured it. And now my mom and dad, in two weeks have not drank for a year it's which is crazy because my parents were 
drinkers. They drink every day. They were yeah. Uh, alcohol is such a weird word. Highly functioning, but always having a cocktail. Yeah, always. Look, there are a lot of people that drink every day, yeah. and that they don't even. It's not even really thought about. Like people, there. Are, I would say more people than not drink a lot. Like. Really? Especially in my world. Yeah. I'm always around drunks. And people will sometimes be like, oh, is that hard? It, is it hard being at bars all the time to not drink? And honest to God, it kind of makes it easier because I'm just seeing shitty behavior yeah. all the time. Totally. I see shitty behavior every day and it like reassures. Yeah. And it almost feels to me now not drinking is like this weird fucking like. Like strength. Yeah. Like it's like a superpower. superpower. Yeah. It like never hung out. I always feel good. But I had, it took. Well, it's and it took Maddie. I love yeah. her so much. And seeing how she's kicked ass and like having each other. Because neither of us are going to AA meetings or any of that. Yeah. We just stopped. Yeah. I go on Reddit a lot though. So I read always all these stories. People yeah. talk about drinking. And I'm like, that's kind of my AA. Just yeah. reading those stories. Having people that you can. I think also there's just like different times in your life where like things just shift or change. Like. And I say that because I've always struggled with addiction in general. Everything. I'm addicted to literally everything. (laughs) And like, (laughs) and so like, I, you know, I've always been worried about like, um, like I remember when I was partying in Miami, you know, and I was messing with the, the cocanas. God, I love that fucking drug, which I'm just going to do. I'm just going to do a cocaine so much on asterisks, just a little asterisk right now. Yeah. Nobody can be doing cocaine anymore, like at all, because of the fentanyl. People fentanyl. are dying left and right. Are you listening to what I'm, I'm listening, saying? yes. Did you zone out? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Cocaine, fentanyl, death. I'm <laughs> hearing you. Cocaine, yeah. fentanyl, death. Anyway, maybe that's a silly thing. Just I don't know. I think I also am like open about it. Like I'm like, when I talk about coke, I'm just like, I feel like everyone dabbled. The last time I did. Is that crazy? Should I? No, well, no. Here's the thing. Because yeah. you said, oh, I feel like everyone's done coke. Oh, I feel like everyone yeah. drinks every day. No, these are the people we surround ourselves with. Right. We surround ourselves yes. with party animals because right. they're fun as hell. Yes. But it's weird, though. Some people are like, oh, when you quit drinking, you're going to change your friends. None of that. All yeah. my friends are still the same. Yeah. Like, there's none of that. Yeah. I just I just don't Yeah. I just don't drink. And I. Well, yeah. that's what. I, yeah. Like, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, I remember being like, oh, I can I can't imagine drinking without doing cocaine. Right. I, when I lived in Miami, I was a bit, a bit of a partier, to say the <laughs> least. And like I, I didn't learn how to drink. Like, I know that sounds fuck, like crazy, but like because I would drink so much. And when you're on coke, you can drink so much. Oh, my God. So, so I much. remember when I the nights that like I we would go out and I didn't like I would get sick because I literally would be drinking like seven blue Long Islands like which is a weird seven choice <laughs> to, that's to like with. equivalent to 28 drinks yeah like also the blue Long Island it's like it's the most alcoholic hangover, hangover nightmare too sugar and just all sugar just and booze all, I was just like it's the drink that like it's all of the alcohol like the craziest and that was the choice it was like I want to get as drunk as possible as fast as possible yeah. anyway but, and then when I started working on the cruise ship, we couldn't do drugs because we would get random drug tests. So like, but I remember having like a little bit of like paranoia. Like I was like, I was like, oh God, like I, I'm going to, how am I going to drink? Which is so sad also, oh, like yeah. to admit how like dependent I became on, now people think I was doing coke every day. I wasn't doing coke every day. Oh God, why am oh, I talking about people, this? People, Our first step back and I'm just I like, love it. I love ah, talking about cocaine. I love ah, talking about cocaine. Ah, people okay. think, people think okay. to this day, so I don't, yeah. I don't drink. 
people constantly, like when I perform or just when I'm out and about, because I'm pretty sociable. Yeah. People sometimes think I'm just on cocaine. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, nah, it's a Red Bull. Yeah. Or the just last, like you're... the last time I did cocaine. Yeah. In a tiki hut. In a tiki I hut. I did a key bump in a tiki hut and I retired. <laughs> that was it? Yeah. Did you know at the moment? I didn't know in the moment. <laughs> and my buddy, if he's listening, not, I don't want to say any yeah, names. No, no, no. Yeah. But there's people there. I did a key bump yeah. in a tiki hut. Uh, and it was it was the perfect farewell. Yeah. There's I, there's I, lo- I mean, well, yeah. I don't I okay. I sometimes I'm just terrible story storyteller i gave you the permission i gave hugs the permission before we started to like keep me on track if i I go astray if i go astray so um but i remember being stressed about it right like i'm not going to be able to drink like if i can't do fucking whatever um and now and also to be fair i just want to say this i wasn't doing cocaine every fucking day but it became a habit in miami where like we if we on the weekends we would go out like that would be a part of it and so like I remember being worried on the ship. Point is, is that just naturally, like, I learned how to drink without being crazy. Thank you. I know. Also, why am I talking about? Okay. If you're worried yeah. at your work that you're not going to have cocaine at your I know. work. Oh, God. You might it's have. It's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can take this job. This job won't let me do cocaine it's on the job. bad so- <laughs> Dude, I can't even, I can't even, the fact, oh God, oh my. The, I, yeah. The most cocaine I did I, was in I Delaware. I bought fake pee and wore it around my waist to keep it warm to take a drug test to get on the ship because that's how dependent I was on the drug. So you were still doing the cocaine on the ship? No, not on the ship, but to get on the ship. Oh, oh God. Because cocaine leaves your system quick. Three days. Weed stays in there forever. That's, I was in a dysfunctional relationship, not naming names, and there was a lot of partying involved. And yeah, yeah, anyway, it's a bad sign when you can't give it three fucking days. Yeah. Yeah, cocaine. Would you do the thing like next morning, like pick a cocaine book? Wait, wait, would you pick a cocaine booger? And eat it? Yeah, eat a little coke, a little little rise and shine. Did you rise and shine? You get a little cocaine booger. God. All right, ready to Cocaine go. Cocaine is so fucking oh, nasty. It's, gross. it's so. I know. So that at least, at the very least, I know I'm pulling at fucking straws here, or whatever the saying is. That's a good saying. Yeah, that's it. Straws. Uh, pulling at straws. Yeah. Whatever. Cocaine straws. Cocaine <laughs> straws. <laughs> I know I'm pulling. I'm pulling straw. at cocaine straws right now, but I didn't. It never took hold of me in terms of like daily functioning. It yeah. was always hand in hand with alcohol for me. It was partying. So like. I had friends really lose their shit when I was living in Miami that like because they they would do it the next morning. They would get on these fucking, you know, like it's hair of the dog. All those drugs, any drug, it's all the the, there's no better hangover reliever ever than another drink. Yeah, it's the best hangover relief of all time, because when you when you have a hangover, all that is is a minor withdrawal. Yeah, you put booze back in. It evens you out. I guess. I mean, look, I guess I have my guilt to to think like my guilt was too much for me to do that during the day yeah that like anyway that's how whatever but all of this is to say that so I went through that and that naturally just like saw its end and then I drank a lot like in my life and the past you know years leading up to corona like I was drinking a lot too and I was in a habit of like working nights and so I would like come home and I would drink a bottle of wine and then like feel like shit the next day and then do it all over again and like 
I remember feeling like, God, am I ever going to get out of this cycle? Yeah. And like being stressed about it. Like I had night day nights where like I battled like I would be like, OK, because I would wake up feeling like utter fucking asshole. Or yeah. like I'm not drinking tonight. Mm-hmm. And then I would be on my way home from work and I would literally have that angel demon battle in my head of like stopping at a bottle of wine. I know all about it. And then I was like, no, no. And then I would end up caving and getting the bottle of wine. So I was really worried that I was legit going to be like that for the rest of my life. And somehow like I'm really happy with where I am right now with alcohol. Like I am, I don't really drink anymore. I mean like I, now I drink socially and that is a really big step for me. That is because you and I both uh, used to admit yeah. how much we loved drinking alone. I loved. I loved a beer by myself. I loved. Listen it. to music. Yep. Wow. I love. I had so much fun getting hammered alone. And <laughs> so look, bad. and it got real dark after my dad died. I continued to like. I would, you know, I would do. You know, I got my dad's house, and I'm sure we'll get there. Whatever, yeah. but. I would get fucking hammered and I would do like stuff around the house. Like I like installed light fixtures in the bathroom and like it was fun for me. It was it's busy work. Oh, and like, drunk home projects are fun. The best time yeah. until it's not. Yeah. And the, until it's not. And then all you do like literally once you like shift because because that's that's kind of what happened with me yeah. and Maddie. Right. Like it was really fun. And then the COVID kind of just like as it fast forwarded like me and Maddie's relationship who but it was the best thing for me i needed her yeah i needed like a change honestly like i needed a new perspective i'm so so uh grateful for that but as it like fast forwarded a lot of things one of those things was just like the addictive stuff yeah it was just like we i thought the world was gonna end so it was just like every day was a party until it wasn't until it became like oh shit this is kind of we need to to make an adjustment. And so, so in, now the home projects are still fun, but now we drink seltzer yeah. coffee or Celsius. Oh, have you had Celsius? Yeah. Oh, God. That's what I'm addicted to. Is Celsius. that cocaine? It feels like Is it. that cocaine? It feels like it. I think. It literally, like, I was one night, I was like, when is it going to stop? Celsius. What's your flavor? Oh, well, I have a whole, I, I get the powder pack now. You got the powder pack? I got the powder pack. Because the cocaine, do you sniff it? Yes. No. No, no, no. <laughs> well, because the, the cans are bubbly. Yeah. And I like to chug. I mean, I go hard. Oh, my God. The Celsius. God, is yeah. In, I'm, am I, I buy it at Costco. I buy the big. So I'm probably taking. I'm still addicted. To I love stuff. an upper. Never upper. not loved an upper. Love an upper. Love an upper. Love an upper. Really do. I really fucking do. I have a whole thing of Celsius in my, in my cabinet. Wait, I wanted to say something. Oh, because. So, you know, they say, and I don't know where I learned this or. But it's the common thought of like. You an addict, an addict can't be in a relationship because mm. like as long as you're an addict, you, you won't have a successful relationship because the addiction will always come first. Yeah. And I remember I heard that. I don't know if that's when I was going to love and sex addict meetings. God, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. What the fuck? Was that step seven? <laughs> God, I remember. <laughs> oh, God. Was there steps? To, I shouldn't talk about that, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. It's anonymous. It's it's anonymous. Generally, all those. Did I ever talk about that on the show? A little Love bit. Sec- yeah, a little bit. All those programs generally have a 12-step thing. 
go yeah. for it. Well, to catch up to see, at one point in my life, I had a therapist tell me that I was a love addict and she would categorize me as a love and sex addict and then to go to meetings. So yeah, I did but that. But you said that the addiction will over. There was, I heard someone say, and it really stuck with me, was you'll never have a successful, you can't have a successful relationship as long as you're an addict. Yeah. Because the addiction will always win. That, and that's what was amazing about me and Maddie because yeah. we were kind of doing it at the same time. Yeah. And now we're like, we both stopped. I don't like Sam sober because I still smoke weed and I caffeine and, and you love uppers and you're fucking and I, Celsius. Oh, I started doing jewels during the pandemic just because I was bored. Are you jewelling now? Yeah, I have a jewel in my pocket. Are you just and they wait. just made it illegal. Is okay. So I kind of I did hear that. Is it because it, it's chemicals? I yeah. I don't know. Brittany was telling me it's because there's more nicotine. There's more nicotine in a jewel than. Like is and it's addictive for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I gotta. Maybe it's a the, blessing in disguise that the jewel's done, but there's all different but kinds. What's of the ones. thing that's harmful to your body? I don't know. Like, so I've smoked cigarettes before and I've jeweled. Because if it's I smoke, it? if I smoke five cigarettes in a night, the yeah. next morning I'm coughing. My fingers Ugh. smell it. I hate the way my fucking fingers smell after yeah, a night of cigarettes. It's bad. I never. Oh, and, and as a singer, cigarettes terrible yeah. for your voice. Very yeah. noticeable. Very noticeable. Yeah. Jewel, I've never noticed anything except, you know, you get the nicotine buzz, but I've never had like a <clears throat> cough or woke up the next day with anything. I've never do noticed you, it affecting my singing voice. I'm sure it's doing something bad for me somewhere. Well, that's what, do you notice how addict, addicting it is? Absolutely. You do. But, but so like, I've so come, what is it? You're like, I've kind of cherished these moments. So like, so like right now we're doing a yeah. podcast, right? I will not hit my jewel yeah i look at the jewel as a nice little treat it's a reward yeah. if i do this podcast at the end of this podcast great job hugs yeah we did okay. it. i earned it if i play a set of music you're gonna do a celebratory I jewel a, well, and, and i'm around all, people drinking and shit all the time i don't got nothing else yeah oh dude just, i'm not just judging popping. yeah yeah, yeah I, I think it's great quit. i gotta quit it eventually though well i mean i'm just it's you know th- what what's really happening we won't know for years and years what the jewel is really i know, you know? celsius is gonna be twice as bad as cocaine oh, this God. jewel yeah people are gonna be dying from you know lace celsius i know it's so and it tastes so good but anyway so that was me yeah and so now so now yeah, I haven't drank in two years. I've had a girlfriend who I love, Maddie, and yeah. we've been together. Jesus. I guess if you count that L.A. trip over yeah. two years, two years, four months, she's amazing and hilarious. And I'm so s- gross to you. Are you eating sushi? I'm going to have a sushi. And I can't find chopsticks. I like using the things. Okay, wait, hold on. Fingers. Here we go. Do you want a little dollop of... Yeah, here you go. Oh, Give me head. a dollop. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. So, and then, yeah, I got a little wasabi. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Look okay. at what is that wasabi paste? This is and, amazing. Mm. Ooh. Oh, Ooh! it's got kick. Mm. Oh, it's hitting me now. It's I feel like a now. dragon. I feel like a dragon. A dra- it's hitting me now. It's hitting me now. I, I'm, I'm through it. I'm I through it. I like wasabi kick. I got through it. I love a wasabi kick. So do I. See, this is the fucking addict in us this or something. Is, yeah, yeah. It's the adrenaline. Oh yeah. The- Dom and I in high and not in high school in college, we used to go to this sushi place and. We would kind of challenge each other to like how much wasabi we can just put in our mouths. Yeah. Anyway, that was a fascinating. My my dad too. My dad will take you know they give you the thing of wasabi. He'll put it on one piece. Yeah. So that was me. So since the pandemic, we didn't talk for a year. Well, listen, I'm really proud of you. Yes, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you and Maddie. Cheers. We drank all a lot of Um, soda water. So I did that. So so since since our last episode three years ago. 
I got in a serious relationship with a woman yep. I love. Yep. Keep I talking. Just keep stopped, talking. I stopped drinking alcohol. My parents, my parents somehow stopped drinking. Where are you going? Hugs. Hugs, this isn't good. You're, you're in the, another room. She's in the silverware drawer. Did you grab another can opener? Oh, yeah. Turn a light on for the video. Oh, great. Grab your mic. So this is, yeah. so we start, so we didn't talk for a year. You're, yep. So 2020, we didn't talk. Then you came back to Florida. When did we first start talking again? So I forget exactly how it played out. Um, God, I, from my memory, I want to say, well, in this I opened for you, I'd like to, for you to pour that over your ice. I'm doing it right now. And then and then I want you to talk about your experience when you take a sip. And then you tell me about your life. I, I just gave you my update. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Give it a minute. I can't tell. Are we doing a good job? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. The fact that like we haven't done this in three years and the, my <laughs> biggest topic has been cocaine <laughs> is a bad. Oh, I love it though. To me, it's good. To me, <laughs> no, it's good. No, but see, I'm like, and I'm like, oh God, like my, you know, family's going to listen. They're going to be like, oh, what? It's how exciting. You're doing the podcast again. Oh God. You yeah. know, and literally a little bar, b- bit of my anxiety today was like, how much do I want to share? Yeah. Like, because here's the truth is. So I remember when we first started podcasting and I remember my mom saying something to the effect of like, you know, once you put it out there, it's always going to be out there. Careful, you know, careful what you say kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like, what if you run for mayor, you know? <laughs> Which oh, which you almost said in Los Feliz. That was a. That was I a can't bit. believe I ran bit. for a neighborhood council. Neighborhood council, yeah, right. That's below sort of incredible. Yeah, it is. Okay, so and we got to get that a statement at some point. I can't believe that. Okay. So when did we start talk? So pandemic hits March. Yeah. Yeah, and then when did you come back to Florida? Well, so wait. Let me just finish this one thought real okay, fast. Go. No, it's okay. It's that. You know. When my mom was giving me that advice years ago, when we first started, mm-hmm. I'm like, careful, you know, what if you want to be Bayer one day? Whatever. It's going to come back to bite you in the ass. My thought was always, oh, I'm a comedian, right? Like, it was always like, fuck it. And like, I always was very transparent and very candid and talked about things for better or for worse. My honest truth, always on that's stage. Why people, that's what people love about it. Totally. Yeah. And and I'm happy to do it. Like, yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Who, whatever. I feel the same way. And I think, <clears throat> I, I feel pretty transparent, but you're, I think you're even more transparent. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think so. I mean, maybe to a fault. Like, there are a lot of things that I don't need to say. Right. Like, Dom will be like, you should have kept that in your brain. Yeah. Like, you didn't need to say like, that. Like, we shouldn't have said any of that cocaine stuff. Uh, none of it. What was that? 20 minutes? Okay. <laughs> oh, God. That's the edit. That's the edit. <laughs> well, so, yeah. So, but that was always kind of my, like, you know, if I ever got in my head, like, oh, God, if somebody listens to it. But it was like, oh, I was in entertainment so like it's fine that's my life but now that I'm in this like new phase of my life where like I don't know what my future holds and not to be like like I don't know what I want right now like I really just don't know what I fucking want like do I want to pursue like entertainment anymore I don't know so that it is a weird thought now like because now here I am applying for like jobs I'm looking for work and like I'm like oh god like 
literally they can Google me or whatever and pull up the podcast and here I am being like, I loved cocaine. Yeah, but here's the good part. Yeah. You're in Riviera Beach. <laughs> you could be the mayor of Riviera Beach and like have a heroin needle in your arm. <laughs> You'll be fine. Okay. Well, so just having lower standards is well, your don't point? don't you remember? Wasn't it like the mayor of Toronto? Do you remember this years ago? No. And he was like a crackhead. Oh, what was that guy's name? This like, is not what I'm trying to say. So there's still hope. You can no. do cocaine and be a no. mayor. Wait. I gotta get this out there. I'm not advocating for cocaine. In fact, it's the opposite. Especially now. I would love nothing more than to be like, oh, let's do a little cocaine. Like, how about fun? Yeah. Love, love an upper. Like the olden times, like, like 1800s cocaine where the doctor gave it yeah, to you. Yeah, where it's just like, I, but no, I can't, like, nobody doing should be doing that drug. Yeah. Because, I'm retired. I'm retired. Because people are, well, I'm retired regardless if there was fentanyl, I think, in it. But now it's actually just really scary because they're lacing it with fentanyl. And, like, mm-hmm. I just know a lot of people, like, firsthand, friends of friends, like, a lot of, like, five degrees of separation, people that have legit died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just very scary. So it's, like, a hard, you know, we've always heard that our whole lives. Like, yeah. you never know what things are laced with, but I but don't it's think real it's, now. it's very real. Oh, it's real. very real. Yeah. So um, say no to drugs. Um, when did we talk? God, or fucking you say, balls. Your, your mom said, don't yeah. say anything. So I had a little, thank you for getting me on track. I had a little bit of anxiety about like how, like what am I, how much to divulge? Because I have thought now that I'm like looking for work and everything's on the table, Every nothing's off the table, everything's on the table. I don't know what it is my goals are right now. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what I want. That like, I'm kind of like applying for everything. I mean, who knows? Maybe I am just a funny like banker you know like what if i'm not like pursuing entertainment and what if i'm just a funny person well covid definitely made me reevaluate covid was kind of a dream killer yeah yeah a bit but also (laughs) i mean it was no but it was an excuse you're like oh i could get rid of my dreams now because of covid isn't that funny no but like on it like half joking yeah so covid was a dream it's kind kind of well no it's it's the it's the okay to say you don't have to keep doing that yeah yeah, yeah. And it what was like happened? The permission. But what happened once that happened, it like shifted a thing in my brain where I was like, okay, you're going to be 40 soon. You need to like get some money in your account. Yeah. And then, a spe- and then having Maddie in my life. Yeah. And, all, and I'm like, I wanted to get a house. Like, yeah. But now buying a house is a fucking nightmare. Nightmare. But like, you're saying, what am I going to do now? But like, you have this house that, that you did get from your dad after he passed away, but it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's amazing. And it just makes me think, like, that's, this is it. I'm turning 40. The next thing I want is like a house and stuff. Yeah. God knows if I'll ever be able to get one, but that's kind of where my. You will. You've always been really good with money. And like, you, I'm not worried about you at all. Like, even like, I've lived my whole life fucking hand to mouth. So yeah. like, um, I I never thought I would own a house, honestly, yeah. like, ever. I yeah. was always just like, I'm going to be a renter for life. Like, I just never saw the light in terms of, like, having, like, a substantial amount of extra money. Yeah. You know, to, like, put, to invest in, like, just ever, you know? And uh, I've always lived in the most fucking expensive cities. I love this house, though. It's so it's cute. so cute. I mean, look, my dad had to die for me to get it. <laughs> But oh, I know. This is I the know. fourth time I've laughed <laughs> I about my at you making. I know. I, well, at least we can laugh about it. But I mean, that yeah. was a ser- that was a crazy time. And, crazy. and and when your dad passed away, that is what really started to rekindle. So we started yeah. talking a few weeks before. Who reached out to who? Did you reach out to me, or did I reach out to you? Well, I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, it in, felt mutual though. Well, and to your point, real quick about like when you're like, this is what I want. I'm going to be forty, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like. 
you know, it really is my dad dying. Unfortunately, it took that. I mean, not that whatever, but like, you know, I'm being a little too hard on myself. I'm trying to be better about giving myself grace. Like, you know, um, but it's only my dad's death that really like put things into perspective as far as like what really matters. And like also COVID played a huge part in that. Like, you know, a lot of time to like think about I'm dedicating so much of my time and my life to this thing, this dream that I once had. Not that that's bad, but like what really matters, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, my dad dying was, you know, what for whatever reason, I'm like, I just want to be happy. Like, yeah. that's all it is. Like, I yeah. just want to be happy. And like, I don't care what that means, what title that comes with or like, I don't care like. I just I want to have good relationships. I want to foster good relationships. Like I want to like I want to be happy and like so much so of that mindset that like I'm in a place right now where like I'm I mean what I really want. I don't know what the fuck I want and what I want to do with my life. But if I had to answer right now. I want to live on a fucking island. This is what I was going to say. I got a text from you two days ago. Okay. At like 1130 at night. Yeah. Hugs. Let's move to a tropical island. (laughs) Yeah. Dead serious. (laughs) Which honestly, I'm not opposed with. I play guitar. It's so funny. We always made jokes about, oh, I'm a hit in the suburbs. Well, that's just kind of what I've leaned into here in Florida. I play music five, six times a week. You're a hit in the suburbs. I do my act. I'm a hit here in the suburbs. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I couldn't make money doing what I do here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Now, do I want to keep doing this forever? I don't know. I I just want to get enough money to maybe where I could buy a house and start renting it out as an Airbnb. I have some friends that are really good with money, and I watch how they're using it in a business sense. And I'm like, I need to start thinking that way in my 40s. To ultimately be able to live however you want. I just want to be free. I just want to travel. Me too. And then just have it. That's all they want. want to travel yeah i just want to travel and i want to like if i were to have to, like have to live somewhere like i would want to be on like a fucking i want to be on an island on a, a tiki bar and you know and i don't care if i'm with a bunch of you know like salt life like say what you want yeah. about these people bitches like uh, you know what i mean oh. i feel like we uh this is maybe it's all me but here's what i'll say we grew up i'm just gonna say we correct me if you don't identify whatever Mm -hmm. but in a very like and maybe this is for most people maybe this is everybody I don't know my experience and what I'm learning is like we grew up in a really judgmental atmosphere in a very high pressure like the best you got to be the best like oh yeah I would say from the school of the arts Mm -hmm. to like you know and then you know what success like for my whole life it's like success is fame like you, Especially in entertainment, right? There's totally. no other job. It's like 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 my brother is a um, right leasing consultant. Yeah. No one would ever be to him like, oh, you're not a leasing consultant yeah. in Los Angeles, right? Oh, you're not, right? You're, no, you're a le- that's what he does. Like right. as a musician, it's always that pressure of like, right? Oh, totally. you should be. And I'm like, I got. I, I mean, maybe, but I'm making a good living down here. I'm right. really happy. Yep. I I have like kind of this little family. Me, my yeah. girlfriend, my cat. I never realized how much I wanted something like that. And, you, and I and, love it so much. And your job, like, what what a good job. Yeah, I just try like, to make people happy. A, I'd be goofy. I mean, you're doing something that you love. Yeah. You're good at it. Thanks. And, like, that's how you're making, like, that. what a fucking great yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm grateful like, for it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, you know, and so, I don't know, I'm trying to, like, keep that in perspective when I'm, like, 
get it. I don't know. I just don't even know. It's hard to even have a gauge of like what's. I'm just so used to thinking about what success is and like having this judgment of like, well, you know, when you grow up in it and you hear your whole life, oh, so-and-so, oh, they they made it. They really did well for them. They're on this show or that show or, oh, oh yeah, they, they, you know, they gave up or whatever it is, the talking about other people in terms of like success and versus not. Like, even though my parents would always support me and they made that very clear whatever you want to do we have your back so like I don't want to dog them at all Mm -hmm. but I think it's just the culture of like in entertainment business at in the arts like what success is and when you hear like people you know giving the accolades to oh god she's on this show she's really doing great like she's really killing it yeah 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 versus I mean it it just to me, it's like I feel like it's just ingrained in my head. Well, that's that, like, what success being, is this. That's what a lot of being in Los Angeles was, though, too. Is just this like, all right, well, at least I'm in the place. I'm in. The, I'm in yeah. the place with the things, right? And yeah. but then COVID kind of like tore that up too, because you kind of soon realize everyone's doing Zoom shit. Everyone's Everyone, moving to different parts, and it kind of it was like just the great, changed the game a little. It bit. It was like and, the great equalizer. Yeah, in entertainment. Where like everyone kind of was just forced on the same playing field. Yep. Right? Yeah, like, I kind of. It was the great equalizer. Kinda, everyone now is the same. There's low, no. Low key dig it. <laughs> I low key really dig it. On And the truth, total yeah. transparency. You said yeah. it first, yeah. but it kind of gave you, yeah. it walked my hand through. It's okay to go in another direction. Yeah. And, and I'm not even, this isn't my big statement saying I am or I'm not going in a different direction. I just don't fucking know. I still yeah. don't know. Yeah, and I still don't know and down like, the line what, what I want to do in a couple of years. But it sure did help me to say, dude, it's okay because what matters is like, you're having my, I have a tattooed on my arm for fuck's sake. What does it say? I also got to be better with saying curse words. Okay. I say fuck a lot. I like that word though, but I, it's just, yeah, it's a lot. Know, it's like yeah. trashy or yeah. something. What does your tattoo say? So it says, if you enjoyed the journey, then you were indeed successful. You would never know it because you can't read it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> which is, okay. So with my dad's handwriting, yeah. uh, so, okay. I have, there's a lot of feelings towards this tattoo. I love the tattoo. I absolutely, I love that it's my dad's handwriting. I even like the size of it. What I should have thought more about was who I had do it. And yeah, been, that's a key aspect. Yes. And been more clear. I was in such a haze. It was like right after my dad, like a couple days after he died. And uh, my sister and I decided we were going to get this tattooed. And, you know, we, you know, we can get into that at some point if we, if we do, but on his basically deathbed, like we had asked him for, to leave us with some like Pete, like advice or like, you know, what are words that you can leave us with, you know? And he said, happiness has virtually nothing to do with how much money you have in your bank. If you happy, happiness or success is about happiness. If you, enjoyed the journey, then you were indeed successful. So that was one of the last things he said before he passed. I mean, that was, he said it the day he died and we asked specifically for something, you know, to like. 
You're like, Dad, I need a new tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, what's so, what, okay, so what's, we have on, it's, I don't know how we got there, but my sister and I started to record his, on his last day. Yeah, you put Conversations. This, yeah, 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 yeah. That was heavy, but yeah. beautiful. But he was still very he was, articulate. He was very like with it yep. until the very end. Um, That last day, he was kind of coming in and out and we asked him specifically for something to leave us with. My dad was a bit of a talker of like, you know, philosopher of sorts is how he would like to, you know, think of himself anyhow. But he, um, he said, my sister, we were like, we want to get a tattoo. And for a second, he thought we were, we were saying we wanted to get a tattoo of his face. And he was like, what the fuck? No, you're not going to get a tattoo of my face. We were like, no, no, God, no, of course not. And we were like, no, just some words of wisdom or something. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so he, you know, left us with that. And just to wrap up the tattoo thing, I absolutely love it. But the, uh, Man, if I could have, if I could do it again, I, I would because the tattoo artist, it should be single needle. I wanted yeah. it to be like, you know, and I just wanted it to be thinner and it's thick and you can, so you can't even, I mean, right now it's only a year old and it's still like, people are like, what does it say? <laughs> so it's like, God, just give it another year. And it literally, do I look like I just came out of prison? Be honest with me. No, I think it looks cute. It's okay. You can, no, I'm okay no, with no, it. No, 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 no. The good thing is. I think it looks great. So just walking by. Yeah, look, just walk. Just, oh, no, it looks cool. You're not like, oh, she can't, is uh, straight from jail. No, no. You look, let me, let me see if I can read it. <laughs> you can't. If, if you. <laughs> yeah, see, this is a problem. journey. Right. The, that. Your dad wrote in all capitals. That's yeah, so my dad, yeah. What I love is that it is his handwriting, but man, that tattoo artist really fucked some shit up for me. So do you... All right. Okay, so the day we started talking, what? You want to take a break? Well, no, no, no. I don't want to take a break. I just don't know if we want to split the... the the Because uh, so we're at... Like, where are we at? We're over an hour. I don't know if we want to split it up into two parts, and the second part can be where we ended up first starting to talk, leading up to what is now us doing the podcast again. Do we want this to be like a monumental four-hour affair? It's up to you. Well, like, I mean, do you... So if we stopped now, would we start recording another day? Or do we keep going? Well, what the fuck time is it? I mean, what do you what do you got to get to? Well, I got to, like, edit this and learn how to do that again and figure it out. And my Did I lose your interest? No, you didn't. No, 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 no. I'm just planning, sort of, on the spot. Do you want to stop? No. This no. is going to spark our next fight, and it's going to be five years. <laughs> uh, before we do it, I'm going to eat another piece of sushi. Uh, Look, what do you think? All right, I just want to get to the point Let's where do we the, first talk. Yes. Okay. So this is great for the podcast. Very good. I know. I brought so many, I have so many snacks. So I don't remember how we started exactly. I want to say I reached out to you when we, however it happened, we decided we were going to get lunch, mm-hmm. and then we met at a coffee shop, and you only had like thirty minutes because you had to go to a gig. Mm-hmm. And I remember I felt really nervous. I felt nervous too. I remember I was n- really nervous. It's been over a year. Yeah. It was like, and a lot had gone down. Yep. It went, and then it went well, though. It went well. But we didn't even begin to scratch. We scratched the surface. Scratched that was it. the surface. We basically just, all we had time for, we were only there for 30 minutes. All we had time for was to really. All that was accomplished was that we both wanted to move forward. Yeah. It would be like if you had a lottery ticket and you just scratched off like. 
one little corner of it. Yeah, it was the just very, a tiny. Yeah. And so what we did accomplish, though, that day is that we do care about each other and that we do want to move forward. And then another fast-forwardy sort of thing, though. So, well, so then that's that how, happened. That's how we left that. Because I, I remember you were like, sh- we just started to get the ball rolling. We both kind of said we we're sorry. Just a general apology to one another. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm sorry for my part. And you said yeah. I'm sorry for my part. And then... Yep. We were like, okay. And then it was like, all right, well, let's have lunch and we'll carry this on. And then, so we were going to yeah. do that. And then literally, I think your dad it was like the next, got it was like sick a couple days. A couple days later. Because yep. we were supposed to get in. And I was again. talking to you on the phone. like, And you're like, oh, my dad's like dizzy or something. I forget. You're like, I got to take him to the hospital. My Was it my mom or my dad was sick at the same time? We had plans to get lunch like that. Friday. Oh yeah, and you had to cancel. And because I canceled because and I because I said my dad has had a fever for a couple days and I don't feel comfortable leaving him. And then you end up, so he ends up going to JFK. Yep. And my girlfriend ended up being a nurse assistant that helped. She was the nurse. She was like it was insane. So in my sis- what a small small world. And then so Maddie became friends with you. And I mean, your and then sister. honestly, it's crazy because I feel this connection to Maddie. We're like. You know, she it's it's one of those really devastating things that like my dad will only people in my life up to this point will only know my dad. Like yeah. think something that makes me very sad is when I think about like my future and like, ugh, oh, like, here, you know, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm okay. I don't know how to deal with the crying. No, no, like, no, do I, I just know. let you cry? No, you I just try to make me... you laugh at the time of crying? No, how do no. I deal with the crying? No. You don't no, try. Let it out. Let it out. Let yeah, it out. You don't. You, you just okay. let it go. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to reel it in. I'm no, not going to go no, cry. You're good. Um. Certainly don't try to make me laugh. That's right. Like tickle you. Every time you start crying, I tickle you. I have a little feather stick. I just go for your feet. Wait, that's very funny. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Oh god. So you. So that's Maddie like- ended up. I mean, that is the most small world shit. Well, yeah, and it's like, you know, for, uh, God, I don't, you know, I didn't know, Matt, like, you and I had just, and then, like, she knows, like, out of all people, like, she knows my dad, like, what? Like, there are people in my life that I'm close with that never met my dad. Yeah. That I'm like, you know, and not only does she know my dad, like, she, like, worked with, like, you know, she saw him at one of his most vulnerable moments. I mean, you know, she's... Didn't your dad, like, flirt with Maddie a little, he too? He was flirting with Maddie a little bit. <laughs> well, so, because I remember my sister, so because it was COVID, um, they only allowed one visitor in at a time. So my sister and I did every other day. So my dad was in the hospital for 30 days. Um, and so my Aaron and I did every other day. Anyway, so it was like... My dad's, you know, he had just been, he'd maybe been there a few days and it happened to be my sister's day. And she sends me a text saying, Brian's girlfriend is his nurse. I was like, oh my God. Um, And then, yeah. Anyway. That's crazy. Yeah. So like Maddie has seen my dad naked. <laughs> probably wiped his. Probably. Oh God. What? It's devastating. It's well, and devastating. so now Maddie. So she was actually at that time she was a nursing assistant now, and she just got into nursing school, which is awesome. So she's the next two years. She's, well, yeah, and then Maddie. It was great because her her mom was the char- like a charge nurse, so she was like a you know a lead of like a floor. Yeah, or whatever. yeah she's awesome. Yeah, and so then 
Anyway, I ended up, you think I'm a hit just in the suburbs. Man, I'm a hit in a fucking hospital. I'll tell you that. Oh, God, that is real life stuff. You should start an open mic at the at the, uh, at the hot, at JFK. Yeah. Yeah. I People thought I was a fucking hit at JFK. <laughs> I remember, like, literally people were like, like, they were like, just laugh. Anything I said, yeah, yeah, cracking yeah. up. Like, yeah, I had, I really felt like popular. That's the key to comedy, I think. Just go to the most depressing Same place. place. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's all you need. Just go to where there's no hope and you're going to be hilarious. <laughs> I was the most popular person in the hospital. Yes. Like I, my I dad left his Yeti cup in when he got transferred to another floor. Yeah. He left his cup in like the other room, in the other floor, whatever, another side of the hospital. And I remember having to go look for it and then I hadn't been on that wing or whatever in like a couple days. Yeah. Now keep it mean going, being in the hospital was my life for 30 days. I was yeah. there, you know, every, all day. So like I really, anyway, I remember going back into that wing and everyone's like, where have you been? And I'm like, Oh, Hey, you know? And they're like, I'm looking for my, and they're like, Oh my God, we miss you. And I was right. like, this feels great. Yeah. Yeah. Like this feels very good. Right. I have a lot of friends right. here at the side of the hospital. Oh, yeah, I was very popular. Was that was so. But what what that did though? So, your yeah. dad being sick though that immediately with so we had just started rekindling. Yeah, and then your dad got sick, and then it was just immediate like, oh, nothing fucking matters. Nothing. We matters. love each. We obviously we're friends. That's it. Just put everything into immediate perspective. I mean, and let's be honest. I don't think we have yet to really hash it all out, have we? Yes. I, and I don't want to. Yeah, I can't, well, did we, we ever have of, that? We sort of did. I think we've had a couple talks here and there, but like, it wasn't as dramatic. I feel, I feel like it's. I feel great. Ironed out. That, I don't. I don't was, have any other shit. I mean, yeah, was, yeah. I don't either. I don't. Well, that that put it in perspective, so that yeah. your dad, and then just the thing I've been realizing. I mean, well, lately and I got his approval. I remember, you know, he was very much a part of, you know, he was. My dad became like my best friend at the end. You know, he, you know, we went through COVID together. Like, you know, I was. In L- I was alone in L.A. He was alone here in his house, you know. Um, and so we and I was like making shit and building stuff and painting. Yeah. And my, So my dad and I talked every day about because, you know, he was a carpenter. So like I would he would tell me what to do to make a table or whatever it was. Everyone was doing home improvement shit. Um, so he knew about our fallout. He knew about, you know, every he knew everything. And so I remember the day I left to meet you to get coffee, I was really nervous and I got ready and I, my dad was smoking a cigarette in the backyard and I walked out there and I was like, I was like, do I look okay? And he's like, you look great, Meg. And I was like, no, but really, I was like, I have a lot of anxiety. I'm seeing Brian and like, I haven't seen mm-hmm. him like whatever. And he's like, you look great. And then, um, yeah. And then the rest was, I remember he was in the hospital and I said, I think we're going to start, po- we, what if we start a podcasting again? Oh, because Maddie, right? So then Maddie was his nurse. And he, I was like, so I was like, you know, Brian. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know Brian. And I was like, this is his girlfriend. And he's like, oh, right. And then he was very much just like, yeah, he was your, your be- one of your best friends. You got to just put that shit behind you. Aww. And he was just very supportive of us, like. You know, yeah, he was right. Making amends and moving yeah, he forward, was right. yeah. And that's but what's crazy is even that was a year ago, yeah. So it's even been another year. Just it's just been a 
I feel like I I think we should I think we should do a part two on the catch up because we've we've got like an hour twenty. Oh right? yeah, no, I think we, we do got, part two. Got, and and yeah, the one thing so your 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 father's uh, death also put just things in perspective for me, just like realizing the fragility of life. Yeah, and just like everyone's kind of getting old. Like all of our parents are old. All my yeah. friends' parents are old. So my mom was really sick. My mom got like like to the yeah. point like we took my mom to the hospital this about a year ago. She right. was all fucking yellow. Right. Her feet looked like like the Flintstone, like yeah. big ham hock feet. Like she was all swollen and shit. And we didn't know what was wrong with her. And my God, she's made such a re- re- uh, miraculous recovery and she's doing better than ever now. But I mean. I'd love to see her parents. Oh, yeah. yeah are- but like just like just seeing everyone getting older, yeah. it puts things in a whole wild new perspective of just what you were saying earlier. You know, just, just be happy. The like, only Jesus thing that matters Christ. is happiness. Like that is it. And <sighs> like, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm so grateful that my dad and I got so close before he died. And like we d- we had so many life talks, you know, before we even before I had any idea that he was going anywhere. And like all of them were about like life and career and like you know following your heart and who gives a fuck about labels and that's not what life's about and he you know I think he learned that like later in life like you know I think like everybody that you want to be something and then I think like at the end of the day what matters like your family and like your friends and your relationships and just being happy and like he was right. Look how connected he was. Going back to the funeral, like yeah. the funeral was an incredible. I, it's so I said it's so weird to be like that's like no, the know. best funeral I've been to. That's like the weirdest thing to say. But yeah. in regards to just having this feeling of like love in a room, like that was a really amazing. I know. I like for what that was. It was powerful, beautiful. You guys playing the audio. You and your sister together on stage. You were also funny. There was yeah. a lot of humor. There was a lot of humor. It was really like there were some really funny moments. Yeah, my it best was line. Really, I'm gonna say it right now. Yeah, what I think it? it was really good. It came to me in the moment, and I got a big laugh. And it was <laughs> at the very end of the funeral. We were wrapping up, yeah. and we were thanking everyone. We were up at the you know the microphone, and. I said, literally, we had said, thank you for coming. Love you. And then I just grabbed the mic and I said, um, and then my dad wanted me to relay um, to you all in lieu of flowers, if you want to Venmo me. <laughs> I remember that. And my sister grabbed the mic and she goes, no, he didn't. He never said that. Nobody said that and got a big laugh. Yeah, you guys had a good rapport. You had a good little dynamic. She yeah. played like the sh- uh, straight woman. Yeah. And you played, you uh-huh. know, you. Yeah. Which is, you know, yeah. you. Yeah. And it was really funny. Yeah. Do it we, was, what a weird, what? I was going to say, we could maybe. I kind of feel like we keep going. Should we take a pause? Going? You want to take a pause? Maybe we take like a quick pause and. I say we break it up into two parts. The only reason. I mean, this def- is like an hour 20 now. Any podcast is like three hours, like Joe Rogan and shit. Like I never listen no, to the last we're hour. We're gonna break it up, regardless. So we, I'm so we can saying, end we, this do one you now. And I keep going now. Let me call Maddie. She might want to do dinner. If worse comes to worse, we can also. I, I have Monday and Wednesday. We're open. just in a good vibe. We're right in a good now. vibe. But we'll take. Let's. I say we wrap this one up. We're we're gonna have a chat. Okay. We're gonna finish the sush. Yes. We're gonna determine whether or not. Okay. 
we we do the next one now, or we can do it tomorrow or Wednesday. Okay. This feels good. Can I give you a gift to wrap up this episode? Oh, yeah. Yes. Wait. Did we, I feel like we have so much more things to well, do. Well, it's an hour 20. We'll do two parts. We'll do two parts. Yes. Did, what, did I, what did we leave on? We're going to have to on get your father, my dad's we're, we're, at your, we're at your father's funeral. I will say this. Yeah. Just when we're on funeral okay. stuff. Because I'm obviously going to talk about my dad dying. Yes. Like, that is such a big part of where I am now, my life, and blah, blah, blah. That, like, that, whatever. And I'm happy to talk about it. Which kind of goes with what I'm say, about to say. I remember before the funeral looking, because you said, it's kind of weird to say how good the funeral was. Like how nice it was. Like what a weird thing to say. Yeah. And like so true. Like I remember looking forward to the funeral. And that's such a weird thing to like. I And now I understand why. Like in, I remember like those days after he died, like I was very excited for the funeral and it's because I wanted, I, I thought it was like seeing him, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, I can't wait to see him. Like it was like thinking uh. about it like that because it was like, oh, I can't wait for everyone to like talk about him. Like I can't wait to like, yeah, which like made it, I just miss him yeah. so fucking much. Aww. Like this sucks. Like I also know. this fucking sucks. Like I'm saying all yeah. of this stuff, like happiness and whatever. I wish I knew your dad better. I know. I, I got to hang out with him a couple times. He watched us play music once. I know he, he loves the Beatles, and we played a lot of Beatles. I remember you saying how much your dad loved the Beatles, and me, I was playing with Mike Minio, and we well, were playing a lot Beatles. of Beatles. He loved you guys. He watched you and Mike Minio, and he. I remember him, um, that that night he was talking about how cool it was, oh, how good you awesome. guys are. He was always a character, though. He was he was funny. Oh, your God. dad was really funny. Yeah, his old songs that he, he would play and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's just wild. I the what was very cool was to uh learn how loved he was. Oh like my that God. really was You didn't have enough seats in that place. It was standing, it was standing room, room only. Yeah. It was standing room only and, and everyone had inside jokes. I loved It was so cool because so here's the thing. My dad, if you could believe it, and we'll do a two parts. We're we'll gonna do, do two, two parts. parts. I'm thinking right around here though is a good part, part one to end. Up. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna do a quick. So do I not even tell this story, or do I? What save it? Save the story. Uh, I'm gonna give you a gift to wrap it up. Save the story. Write it down. I'm gonna get. Do you want your gift, or do you want to start off the next one with All a right. gift? Oh wait, I want to end this with a gift. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Of course, I want to end this with a gift. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap up now. Next, it's a one dollar gift. So we're gonna. It's a one dollar gift. You're, Wait, hold on. The next, so we're start. Just so you know, and so the everybody who listening knows, you're making the choice that next episode mm -hmm. starts with my dad's death. <laughs> no, it starts with your new life. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. I don't like know. Right on That's my fine. Yeah. Um, here's right. a gift. Oh god. So, we haven't talked in three years, so the catch-up's got to be two parts. It's got to be. Wait, did you like the ginger beer? I love the ginger beer. It's you never even delicious. said anything about I, it. Because I've been drinking it, and it's so good. It's so sharp. Isn't mm. it sharp? So sharp. No, but you know what I mean? I genuinely like love it. <laughs> I'm like, listen, <laughs> now that I don't drink alcohol, like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm addicted to drinking. Yeah. Not, it doesn't have to be booze. You've always loved a Diet Coke. And I love ice cubes. I eat ice cubes like I'm I an know. anemic mess. Right. I, Buy giant bags of ice from Publix. We go through it in like two days. It's got chaos. a bag. Got a bag right now. Right, I got the your, good ice. Here's your gift. I got you a sticker. Oh my god. 
I'd rather be at Ross, to be honest. <laughs> this is so true. It says Ross Dress for, for less. less. I'd rather be at Ross Dress for Less, to be honest. Wow. Did you wait? This was made for me. I got it at a website. I don't know where you're going to put it. Did you buy it for me? I bought it. There's this uh, website. Yes, I bought it for you. You really did? Yes. Well, where am I going to put that sticker? I know how much you <laughs> well, love does Ross. Any, does anybody else love Ross? No, well, I mean, I'm more of a TJ Maxx guy, but Ross is always right next to it. And if I don't find it at TJ Maxx, I go to Ross Dress for Less. Love Ross just relax. Do you know that Gretchen during like she oh god she had an intervention with me one day she goes you gotta stop going to she's like like you gotta stop going to Ross just relax so much (laughs) like I don't even it's a great place to find like a dry fit shirt for $6.99 oh I know these dogs look at Momo you've been so well behaved on the uh, podcast no barking no, she doesn't bark. She's reasonable. She's great. Charles is the one. Yeah, Charles is crazy. But he's been great too. I can't believe you. you so wait, it just warms my heart. You really? I swear to God, I bought that. For, so there's a website I go to that sells t-shirts I like a lot. And they also sell stickers. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh my God, this is the funniest sticker. I have to get it for Megan. And I'd rather I, be at Ross Dress for Less, to be honest. <laughs> this is so meaningful. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, well, you're because welcome. It's so, you know me so yes, well. Yes, you're welcome. We'll take a picture of it and post it somewhere. Yeah, but wait, do I put, do we put bumper stickers? We're not 12. I don't know if I would put that bumper sticker. <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm the gonna, best look. Oh my, if someone pulls up behind you, <laughs> what kind of car do you drive? I hate my super car. What it's is a it? Jeep Compass. All right, so someone's behind your Jeep yes. Compass. Yeah. They're like, yeah, this car's so-so. And then yeah. they see the, I'd rather, rather be, be at dri- Ross. Dress for less, to be honest. I don't know where you put that sticker, but it's you'll so figure it good. out. It's so good. The other it's, reason we have to wrap this up, too, is because I have to go home and, like, relearn the editing software. Like, I haven't done any of this shit in three years. Hopefully my computer works. I just can't believe you cut me off right when I was talking about my dad dying. Like, it's no. just like you don't even care. I'm kidding. No, I, I, ca- no. I care deeply. Remember when you said you didn't know how to handle me crying? Oh, yeah, and one. you were going to tickle? No, no, no. Anytime Maybe? you cry, I was going to get a feather stick <laughs> at your feet. Yeah. So, now, I mean, we're going to have to talk about it. We will. So, we can record the next. We can either keep going now. I although, mean, regardless, we're going to take a break. So, we'll figure out. You guys will find out. Part one of the catch-up. We're done for Did now. Did we catch up on anything? I feel I like I didn't so. say anything besides just, cocaine. Yeah, it Come sounds on. like a good episode to me. I I'm don't think I up. caught anyone up on anything. I feel like I didn't say anything. I mean, we, we're going to have to wrap it up. But I, but Hugs, did I say anything? I mean, it wasn't. If we you didn't... did like a really good summarizing your growth in the past couple of years. And I I talked about like loving yeah, uppers. Yeah. Like uppers that's and I... happiness. <laughs> uppers no, if, and happiness. If you didn't say anything, we did a good uh, hour and a half of saying nothing. So. I mean, well, just like surface stuff. How do you think I'm doing? I think you're doing great. You got your Vaseline. <laughs> Wait, what the? <laughs> You're just like holding this Vaseline. Hold on. There's I'm 17 hold- stalks of celery <laughs> on the table. Look, I want Dry wanted- pineapple. I, dry? I mean, it looks that dry now. juicy. Oh, boy. Okay. I, I, wa- I put together a snack tray No, I love it. Thank you for the sushi. Thank you for everything. And the Vaseline is, is uh, lip gloss. Yes, looks great. Well, because you can't... And if there's no visual, people are like, what? She's holding got Vaseline. got a camera going. I'll see if I can throw up a clip. All right. I gotta also, I gotta check in with the lady. And yeah, there, it's so. no shit that you are trying to leave. Well, it's almost nine o'clock and I gotta learn how to edit and all the shit. It's almost shit. nine? It's, it's almost dark. It gets dark late as it's fuck. It's eight ten. It's not almost nine. It's the closest to the beginning of the hour. That's so dramatic. Okay. All right. We'll, uh, we'll do part two soon. It might be tomorrow. It might be in three years. Real quick question. Yeah. Do you think 
I'm thinking about starting a sugar baby's profile. So you can find a rich man? Yes. Great idea. We'll talk about it next episode. <laughs> Do I use my real name or makeup name? Oh, next episode, we'll come up with the makeup name. <laughs> All right. Okay. We will see you guys uh, probably in three years. Oh, my God. Bye.